Hey everybody, Jessica and Sadie here. Today, we, this episode, we are talking about season seven, episode two of The Amazing Race. And the original air date was March 8th, 2005. So we left off last time with um, the first team to arrive was Debbie and Bianca. It was kind of that surprise first place team. Mm -hmm. They are going to be departing at 10.54 p.m. The clue says travel by bus 400 miles to Arequipa, Peru. And then find the Shoeshine Union to receive your next clue. So they head to the bus station and they find out that the ticketing office doesn't open till 5.30 and the earliest bus doesn't leave till 6.20. So they have all night there. Yes. And then <clears throat> Susan, and Susan and Patrick are close <laughs> behind them, leaving at 11.06. We find out they have $480 for this leg of the race. And then Rob and Amber at 11.09. So these first three teams were kind of like in the front of the pack. Yeah, I was curious to see what the time difference was because it was kind of like a they were all right there together. Mm -hmm. and, uh, kind of a surprise on who it was going to be. So they were pretty close. So Rob goes up to the security guard there at the bus station and he asks him if the 620 bus is the fastest bus. And the guy says, no, that has a lot of stops. The bus at seven is like an express bus with only one stop. So Rob doesn't want to, like, he pays the security guard not to tell anybody that information. Mm -hmm. Then the other teams start departing. Brian and Greg are the brothers. They depart at 1159. And Lynn and Alex, the boyfriends, depart at midnight, right behind them. And the brothers say they're just trying to make friends with everyone and form alliances with everyone at this point. Mm -hmm. So they wait for Lynn and Alex and they get them a taxi. So it's like waiting for them when they leave the... Yeah. Which they thought was very nice. And it was, it was very nice. Only one minute, though. So yeah. really... they. <laughs> And then Meredith and Gretchen depart at 12.24 a.m. Ray and Deanne. Dina. 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 Not Deanna. No. So yeah. Phil did say Deanna, though. He literally said Deanna the last time. I believe you. But he says. But Ray calls her Dina. Dina. And Phil says Dina this time, too. Oh, does he? They leave at 12.41. Uchenna and Joyce at 12.47. Megan and Heidi at 12.55 and Ron and Kelly at 12.58. Bless you. <laughs> and so they're all there at the bus station. And Rob and Amber said that they kind of formed an alliance with Joyce and Uchenna and Ray and Dina. Dina. <laughs> and they told them about the express bus. And they that's when they said they paid the security guard not to tell anyone else. So they're like... Thinking that they're going to be the only ones. And they're going to play dumb and not. Yeah, like pretend they're still going to go buy tickets for the mm -hmm. 620 bus. But then Alex and Lynn go over to the security guard and try to get some information from him. But he won't say anything. Yeah, he says, I can't tell you. And they're like, what? And they're like, why? And he said, that guy. The guy in the cap. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, so Rob has said something. And they walk over and they're like, what did you, what did you tell him? And he's like, Rob's like nothing mm -hmm. and like he like denies everything 
yeah, this is part is really annoying. He's like, I didn't tell him anything. And they're like, well, you're a liar. And he's like accusing somebody of lying. That's really personal. Like, and then one, I think it's Bianca or Debbie. Debbie, they're like, it's making me sick that you're like just lying to us. And he's like, it's making me sick that you think I'm lying. It's like, you literally are. You are lying. That's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> and Lynn says, let's just say it's a good thing that people can't be voted off of this show. Because <laughs> nobody likes him right now. Yeah, I told you they were polarizing. Yeah. Now that everybody knows that same information, everybody is on the exact same bus. <laughs> and it's a 10-hour long bus ride. That is a long bus ride. They say it's like through the Andes Mountains and it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. That'd be an interesting ride. They finally, well, okay, on this bus ride, we see that the br- the brothers, Greg and Brian and Megan and Heidi are hitting it off. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yeah. Flirting and getting along well, which is not nice. surprising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and while they're on the bus, Rob gets $5 from Joyce and Uchenna and Ray and Dina, and he says he Let's all pitch in $5 to pay the bus driver to only open the front door and not the back door. Because they're all towards the front. Those three teams are towards the front. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, but what they don't know is that I didn't pitch in my $5. I pocketed it and just gave them their $5. (laughs) It's like, okay, wow. You just like told us two things that are not good. And then the bus driver does do that. They arrive and he... Really opens only the front door, yeah. and all the teams. These people are, like, are very motivated by money because uh-huh. they do what he says, and he's just like throwing money at people. Mm-hmm. And it's only ten dollars, but that's a lot. Yeah, for some people, mm-hmm. and those first three teams are the first ones off the bus, and he finally opens the back door. Like after everybody these teams, else is so mad, yeah. they're like, "Are you serious?" After these teams already like get their taxis, he finally opens the back door. <laughs> so they're all in taxis, heading to. Santiago, like the city. No. Arequipa. Oh, not. Yeah. Arequipa. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The shoe shine. The shoe shine place. So, Ray and Dina get there first and get the clue, which is a roadblock, and it says, Who loves shoes? So, the person that does the roadblock, it, they have to shine five pairs of shoes for one Peruvian soul per pair. And then take the shoes and their money back to the shoeshine union headquarters. And it's, like, super chaotic. They're all, like, arriving at the same time and, like, deciding who's going to do the roadblock. And so who ends up doing the roadblock? Took us a second to write it all down Mm because it was a lot. So it's Debbie, Lynn, Brian, Gretchen, Ron, Amber, Ray, Joyce, Susan, and Megan. And it took us a minute to figure out which one was, yeah, if it was Megan or Heidi. <laughs> yeah, and then the teammates are all reading the clues out loud to the other teammate who's getting the uniform on and stuff like that, which I don't like. <clears throat> yeah, they should have to do it by themselves. Yeah. But Ron does it because he's used to shining shoes in the military, <laughs> and he finishes first. And they get the clue. It says, congratulations, you are now on the first of two flights to Santiago, Chile, and when you get there, ride the funicular to the Statue of Mary to find your next clue. Yes. And then we have all the teams do this 
okay. I mean, Joyce kind of has a hard time finding people to Yeah, she kind of just like standing on one mm. corner and she's like, can I shine your shoes? And everybody else is walking through the streets and like actively looking for people. Mm-hmm. But the pers- the people who finish last are the brothers and... Heidi and Megan. Yeah. Anyway, so on this first flight, we have Ron and Kelly, who are the POW and beauty queen. Rob and Amber, the survivor couple. Meredith and Gretchen, the old couple. Susan and Patrick, the mother-son team. And Ray and Dina, the on-and-off couple. So that means on the second flight, we have Megan and Heidi, which are the friends and roommates. Euchenna and Joyce, the couple from Texas. Debbie and Bianca, the friends from Virginia. Brian and Greg, the brothers. And Lynn and Alex, the boyfriends. And... So, yeah. The first flight lands, and they all get in taxis, and... Rob and Amber arrive first. Were you going to say something else? No. Okay. Rob and Amber arrive first at the funicular. Which, what is that? I guess... Because it's been... They've said that word a few Mm -hmm. times. Just, like, something that goes up a hill, I guess. Yeah. It's not like a tram, but kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Not a gondola, either. Yeah. It's, like, on a track. I don't know. Yeah. And then Ron and Kelly show up, and they're on in the same little car as them. And they get up to the top, and the clue at the statue is a detour. The choices are shop and schlep. Shop, they have to travel two miles to a restaurant and get a traditional Chilean recipe from the chef. And then go to the market and buy five ingredients and bring it back to the restaurant. And schlep is they have to travel two miles to a bookstore, deliver 180 books to the Library of Congress. And apparently Chile has some Nobel Prize winning authors. Yeah. And that is eight blocks. From the oh, from the bookstore the book to, the, to the library. library. Yeah. Okay. And <clears throat> we find out that you have to use your own money to do the shop part yeah so that makes the decision for quite a few teams mm-hmm. yeah these first few te- the first two teams ron and kelly and raw Ro- robin amber robin amber choose books yeah schlep i think i probably <clears throat> would have chosen that too yeah i would I, too. shopping in the markets always seems like a mm-hmm. bad idea <laughs> yeah and then the second flight lands and at this point, we have teams, like, starting the detour or getting to the detour clue. It's going back and forth a little bit here. And Debbie and Bianca, I made Sadie rewind it. I'm like, did you see their water bottle? That's oh. the biggest water bottle I've ever seen. It was seriously, like, the size of her torso. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, wondering if it's the angle of the... Maybe. The the camera. Camera in the front seat. I don't know. It was, it was funny. <laughs> it was, so it was like, as big as her. <laughs> And so Ray and Dina choose Schlepp and Meredith and Gretchen and Susan and Patrick get to the funicular about the same time. Meredith and Gretchen get their ticket and get on and Susan and Patrick try to get their ticket, but they don't have enough pesos. And it seems like they have American dollars, but not pesos. I don't know. Well, I don't. Is pesos the Peruvian money? Because they said like in the shoeshine thing, it was a soul. That's when they were in this they're in Chile now. Oh, that's right. 
Oh. Oh. So Chile is maybe pesos? Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, they didn't have enough. Yeah. So they find an American tourist that gives them money, but they have to wait 10 minutes for the next funicular. Mm-hmm. So they missed it. And, um, yeah. So they had $480. That's a lot. And now they don't have any money. So was the bus ride really expensive? That expensive? Because that is crazy. Because we get to the, when we get to the shops, people who do choose shop, they struggle buying. Yeah, a lot of them are out of money. Yeah. So that must have been an expensive bus. Yeah. Yeah. Robin Amber are there stacking the books. It's like they have like a dolly to stack the books on. Mm-hmm. And he is stacking in like a very strategic way. He says that he does construction and he knows how to stack. And he does because he gets all 180 books on the dolly and none of them fall off. And none of the other teams do that. All the other teams take two trips. I think Ray and Dina did it in one. Oh, yeah. But the rest of them, yeah, had to take two trips. So I was surprised that he did that. And when they walk into the bookstore, they do get to choose the books that they want. So maybe, like, these first few teams got all the smaller books. Yeah. And then... But he stacked it in a really, (coughs) like, interesting way. But anyways, it was very smart. And they did it in one trip. And... Ron and Kelly decide they have to go for two trips. And let's see. I guess it doesn't really matter, like, who gets to the funicular or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But. Yeah, because it's all. So. They're all kind of passing each other as they go up and down. And Susan and Patrick, the mother, daughter, they choose shop. Oh, mother, son. They choose shop. Debbie and Bianca, the friends, choose schlep. Uchenna and Joyce choose shop. Lynn and Alex choose shop. The brothers choose schlep. And the blondes choose shop. Heidi and Megan. So that's just, that's what they all decide to do. (laughs) Yeah. So it seemed, again, pretty half and half. But as the brothers and the blondes are heading to the funicular they really have struggle with the taxi drivers they were like the last ones off the plane and they have slow drivers so they're kind of behind the whole group yeah through this whole thing and they chose opposite detours too so they don't see each other during Mm -hmm. the task yeah and so rob and amber are the first to deliver their books and they have all 180 at at once so they deliver and stack their books and get their clue and it says make your way to the next pit stop and i was like holy cow this episode like went really fast mm-hmm. i think compared to just watching the hour and a half episode this one went by really fast yeah it really did seem like a shorter episode <clears throat> um so the clue says go one mile by taxi to sarah santa lucia and find the statue of neptune Mm-hmm. And this it's like a little town square and that is the pit stop for this leg of the race yep so <clears throat> there's teams doing both detours meredith and gretchen they get to the market they have to ask a chef for the recipe they like have to buy a fish and they don't even have enough money for the fish yeah and that's the first that's the first thing of five yeah <laughs> 
And so, yeah, they're stressing out about that. They're like, we chose the wrong one. We should have chose the other one. And um, then Ron and Kelly are getting their second load of books. To the library, yeah. Yeah. And we have team number one check in already. Mm-hmm. Rob and Amber, and they went a trip to Atlantis on Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Yeah. They just did like a perfect leg. Yeah. It, it was super smooth. Yeah. They went and really fast and bribed people with money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect leg besides lying to people's faces. <laughs> yeah. But, I feel like they're going to start making some enemies. Yeah, for sure. And okay. you should probably tell us about Santiago before we finish this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Santiago is the capital and largest city of Chile and one of the largest city in the Americas. It has 7 million people, which is 40% of Chile's total population. And most of the city is situated like 1,600 feet to 2,000 feet above sea level. And it's located in the central valley region and it's surrounded by the andes mountains and the mountains can be seen from most parts of the city and it contributes to a smog problem particularly during winter due to the lack of rain and santiago is within an hour's drive of both the mountains and the pacific ocean and it was founded it was founded in 1541 by the spanish and has been the capital ever since and it's surrounded by a lot of vineyards. <clears throat> it's like world-renowned wine comes from Chile. And it has one of the largest parks in the world. It's 700 hectares. It's called Parque Metropolitano. <laughs> it's over 700 hectares. And Central Park in New York City is only 340. Wow, Central so Park is huge. And so this is like over twice like double, as big. yeah. That's really big. And it hosted the World Cup in 1962. Interesting. Yeah. Do you know what Santiago means in, like, in English? Not means, but translation, I guess. Saint Diego. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? It's James. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, John is Juan and... Peter is Pedro and Paul is Pablo and like they're all really similar but then James is Santiago. I've always thought that that was very interesting and weird. Yeah I never would have guessed that. (laughs) No. Kind of sounds like Salt Lake City like in the mountains and they have fog and no rain. Mm -hmm. And an hour from the mountains like to get to the mountains is only an hour away. Mm -hmm. We're not that close to the Pacific Ocean though. No. (laughs) No. unfortunately so there you go cool our first time to chile yeah we've gotten two south american countries so robin no ron and kelly check in as team number two and ray and dina as team number three Mm -hmm. and yeah shop the shop part of the detour seems harder in general and you have to pay for it with mm-hmm. your own money. So it just, I would have <clears throat> definitely chosen yeah. the other one. And so one of the things is that fish 
it has to be three kilos. Kilos. And a couple of the teams that get back to the like turn in their ingredients, their fish is fish is just below three kilos like when they weigh so it. So close. And so it is kind of like, you know, sketchy that when it showed on the scale at the fish market, it was over three. Yeah. And they get to the other scale and it's under three. And so they're like, that guy's a liar. Well, so when I was looking at like post race stuff, I came across a guy that does like a recap blog of every episode. And he mentioned the fish and was like, I really hope that for the like the sake of the integrity of the race that they didn't rig the scales to be slightly under just to like cause drama and make teams have to go back. Yeah. I don't know. But it seems more likely that the shop owner selling the fish was a little bit higher. And it was like so close that it just like was probably calibrated wrong and Mm -hmm. like nobody's fault. Yeah, so Meredith and Gretchen have to go back, and Lynn and Alex have to go back. And Meredith and Gretchen just, like, end up buying another fish. Mm-hmm. And Lynn and Alex, they get back, and they're like, you... You, your scale your is rigged. You're trying to steal from us. Give us another fish, and we're not paying you. And all the people, like, around... I know, they own other so shops, mad. like, start yelling at them, and they're like, okay, we're going to go uh, to another never shop. Mind. <laughs> so they go to a different shop and buy a fish there. Well, and when they were getting their, like... So they had to buy a fish and then like onion, garlic, tomatoes, and one other thing. Ciabola. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of vegetable. Like everybody gave them that stuff for free. Yeah. Lynn and Alex, they got it for free. They were like, this is my gift to you. And they yeah. were giving everybody like kisses <laughs> on the cheek and stuff like that. And yeah. Other other shop owners like them. This fish guy. The fish ones did no. not. Well, I don't blame them because they came in their guns a blazing, mm-hmm. like accusing them. Yeah. Susan and Patrick ran out of money, so they had to bake for money again for the second time this leg. And some guy gave them like a thousand pesos, which was nice. Yeah. That's only like $2, though. And <laughs> let's see. The brothers. The brothers, we said, are kind of at the back of the group. They finally get to the bookstore and are loading up with their first load. And because of the fish issue, Uchenna and Joyce get the clue first Mm -hmm. and leave the market and they check in as team number four. So they were on the second plane. They passed Meredith and Gretchen and Susan and Patrick, who were on the first plane. Yeah. So that's a big jump. Ahead. Because they got a big fish. Yeah. So. <laughs> Meredith and Gretchen finally get the clue. And. Debbie Megan and. Oh, sorry. What? I was going to say then Debbie and Bianca finish the book thing. And Susan and Patrick get the clue. So all these teams have got the clue and are heading to the pit stop. Except for the brothers and Megan and Heidi. Mm-hmm. And they're doing two different detours. Yeah. So the brothers are have to take two trips for the books and Megan and Heidi, they don't seem to have a hard a problem with like their money or getting the wrong size of fish or anything. They it don't just even wrap like, up their fish. Yeah. They just like carry it. <laughs> it just seems like it's a harder detour in general. Yeah. So like I said, team Uchenna and Joyce were team number four. Lynn and Alex are number five. Debbie and Bianca are number six. And number seven are Meredith and Gretchen. Gretchen and Meredith got there before those other two teams, though, but they, like, mm-hmm. second-guessed themselves and just, like, 
weren't sure where the pit stop was, so they yeah. got passed up by two teams. Yeah, they had a hard time finding that statue Yeah, at the park there. When they're heading up to the pit stop, Gretchen's like, fix your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Push it down. And then Meredith says, I guess seven is better than a sharp stick in the eye. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? That was a very old man thing to say. <laughs> Those old-timey sayings. <laughs> so... We have the blondes. They got their ingredients. Well, Susan and Patrick are teammate. I don't oh. think we said that. Oh, yeah. Okay. But now, okay, yes. So the blondes get their ingredients and they get a clue. The brothers finish their second load and get a clue. Both getting in taxis to head to the pit stop and they end up like running right into each other on the street. Yeah, they're like taxis. right next to each other. And they're their like, windows oh my gosh. rolled down. They're like, they're right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> go, go, go. So both taxis literally pull up to the pit stop the exact same time getting their bags out of the ta- out of the trunk and paying their drivers and running. And it's literally a foot race, like mm-hmm. literally so close. So we've had two very close. Yeah. Eliminations, eliminations in the first two legs. And luckily, in my opinion, <laughs> team number nine are Brian and Greg. Not that I don't like Mike, Megan and Heidi. I just think Brian and Greg are more entertaining so yeah. far. And so, yeah, they're team number 10 and they're eliminated and it was another situation where they were right behind them and like mm-hmm. heard so they, that they were team yeah. number nine so they knew they were last and brian and greg are standing right off to the side and they start crying too <laughs> yeah because they had become friends and had their kind of little mm-hmm. flirty flirt yeah and they like felt really bad about it but they also want to stay in mm-hmm. but yeah megan and heidi were super proud of themselves they said we never gave up i can't never came out of our mouths Mm-hmm. Like, we never said we couldn't do something. We just did it, and we're super proud of ourselves. So, that's good. Yeah. They got along. They never were mean to each other. No, they were great. Or did anything shady. So, they ran a good two legs. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just – I don't think they were very aggressive. They kind no. of just hung back the whole time. Anyways. So, yeah. I was like, Brian and Greg can't get out. I – you said they were going to be win. the winners. <laughs> this is the second leg. <laughs> so they better like pick it up for the next leg. Yeah. Jump ahead a little bit. Yeah. Well, Heidi and Megan's overall was 9.5. They took 9th out of 11 and then 10th out of 10. So they were bringing up the rear. Mm-hmm. There's no like post-race interesting statistics we're at that point where everything's been done now yeah already so there's nothing like no interesting people (laughs) i mean they're all interesting but you know what i mean they're not the first interesting people yeah and i cannot find them on social media anywhere megan's last name is baker so there's like five thousand megan bakers on Mm. facebook how old will they be now Surprise! They're not like on social. Forty-five and fifty. That's not that old. No. And Heidi's last name is Heidel. Heidi Heidel. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I thought I would be able to find that, but no. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a common one. Nope. So well, not a whole lot. I to talk about with them. I bet they're still friends and happy and living great lives. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, they seemed really nice. Okay. And 
Yeah. This this blog that I found, he's kind of funny. Like he kind of, I mean, it's pretty similar to what we do. Kind of just like does a rundown of the order of everything and points out like funny stuff and interesting quotes. and So just what we do, but written down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was something that he said at the end that was funny. Well, not funny enough for you to remember it. <laughs> well, it's not. Oh, there. so his comment was when Meredith said seventh is better than a sharp stick in the eye. And then he says, we're being forced to watch season six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how that season feels. Yeah. Like this season really is so much calmer. Like 1000% better already. Yes. And we're only two episodes in. So I don't know. That was just something else. <laughs> Well, this is kind of a short episode, but that's yeah. okay because the last one was really long. So, yeah, usually the first one is, but mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Well, now come We're back for probably episode leaving South America. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. I would say, yeah, leaving South America, going to Europe. I say Africa first. Africa, just my guess. I don't remember. I don't remember. I do remember slightly watching the season, and I remember a couple of the tasks, and one of the fast-forwards was really memorable, I think. Okay. And then, but I don't remember the route, and I just looked up, like, the teams and, like, kind of saw the order that they got eliminated in. Okay. Because I remembered a few, but not all of them. So I do know, so I can, like, look up all the information and... It won't be a spoiler for you. Okay, good. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. Okay, season seven, episode three is coming up. So listen to it right now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.